Warning, warning. If you are a liberal, if you are a Democrat, this show is not for you. If you are coming into the fold to want to know what's going on and open your eyes, then welcome to the show. My name is Tom. I'm Tammy. And it is 7.41 p.m. at February 20th, 2021. One of the election cases came up on the 19th, and we're going to talk about possible ramifications that this court case is going to have. So one of the, I'm going to start off with giving a quote, and it's from James Madison. He says, the powers delegated by the proposed constitution to the federal government are few and defined. Those which are are to remain in the state governments are numerous and indefinite. With these court cases coming up, we're going to talk about possible ramifications. I was talking with a friend of mine about it, and she had pulled up an article from, uh, I believe it was the Pittsburgh Gazette, where they talked to some attorneys, and they gave their input on what they thought was going to possibly happen. Now, what's going to happen, nobody knows. Is this going to reverse the election? They don't seem to think that it will. With that in mind, what they said it will probably do is they will say, hey, some of the things that these states are doing needs to be changed because that's it's not correct and it's illegal. And so they'll have to change that. The other thing that it might do is also tell the federal government that, hey, the states have this power and it is defined in the Constitution. So with that being said, we will talk about the Tenth Amendment. In legal terms, the Tenth Amendment is known as the rule of construction. And what it is, is you might want to say it is used to decipher and to dictate what can and cannot be in the Constitution. It doesn't take away anything and it doesn't add anything to it but all it does is it adds as a it's another tool to use to understand the verbiage in the constitution and when to use it so uh what two things that are mentioned in there is the fundamental constitutional principles that are implicit in the document itself the federal government is only authorized to exercise those powers delegated to it and number two The people in the several states retain the authority to exercise any power that is not delegated to the federal government as long as the Constitution does not express, doesn't expressly prohibit it. That was a tongue twister right there. We gotta talk, we gotta get into detail about what are the 30 enumerated powers that they talk about. In Article 1, Section B of the Constitution, it's widely cited as being the exhaustive list of con congressional powers but in reality there is a total of 30 up to 35 depending on how they are counted and congressional powers that are listed throughout the document you will find them here this is going to be a tongue tester twister to lay and collect taxes duties imposes and excises to pay debts and provide the common defense and general welfare of the united states but all duties and imposts and excises shall be uniform throughout the united states to borrow money on the credit of the United States, to regulate commerce with foreign nations and among several states and with Indian tribes, to establish uniform rule of naturalization and uniform laws of the subject of bankruptcies throughout the United States, to coin money, to regulate value thereof, and the foreign coin, 
and fix the standard weights and measures to provide punishment of counterfeiting of securities and current coin of the United States and to establish post offices and post roads. To promote progress of science and useful arts by securing limited times to authors and inventors and exclusive rights to their perspective writings and discoveries. To constitute tribunals inferior to the Supreme Court. To definite, to define and punish piracies and felonies committed on the high seas and offenses against the laws of nations. To declare war, grant letters of marquee, reprisals, and make rules concerning capture and lands in the water. To raise and support armies, but not to appropriate, but no appropriation of money. To that use shall be for the long, note for a longer term than two years. Shall, but no appropriations of money to that shall be for a longer term than two years. Okay, so in layman's terms, the Tenth Amendment is pretty much saying that what wasn't specifically outlined in the Constitution, the federal government cannot stick their nose in. Correct. But they do it anyhow. Correct. Like the Floyd thing. Correct. That caused the ensuing of the riots. Correct. Uh, okay. You know, only certain people abide by the laws, apparently. Well, you know, the federal government's been sticking their nose in the crap that shouldn't be stuck in anyhow. Well, and that's where you're getting fights among the, with the states now, like with uh, Texas suing them about, uh, you know, the mass Im- illegal immigration coming in, where they're saying, oh, you got to let them in, you got to let them in. And you ain't got to let them in. That's up to that, the state, right? That is because up, that's the state territory. That is up to the state, and the federal government has no purpose in that. So unless you invoke martial law, the police have to take care of the stuff in their state. The police and uh, the sheriff's department. Ice. ICE well, ICE illegal. for illegal el- right yeah. I- immigrants, but the police need to take yeah. care of it, right? Yep. Unless you invoke martial law. But they don't give them the. But the the federal government hasn't invoked martial law yet. They're sticking their nose where it doesn't belong, according to the Tenth Amendment. Mm -hmm. Okay, got you. To make rules for the government and regulations of the lands of the naval forces, to provide and maintain a navy, and to provide a calling forth of the militia to execute laws of the Union, expressed insurrections and repel invasions. To provide organization, organizing an army. Organizing and arming and disciplining the militia and for government such as part as may be employed in the service of the United States, reserving to the states respectively the appointed of the officers and the authority of training militia according to discipline prescribed by Congress. So this 10th Amendment was ratified back in December 15th of 1791. So why all of a sudden in the 21st century is the federal government sticking their nose where it doesn't belong when over 300 years, almost 300 years, it has been status quo? Because law of man has changed over time and some people do not enforce it. No, because we elect these people for 40 plus years and they think they have all kinds of power and we let them think it so therefore they do it. I elect them for two terms and then I vote for the next guy. I'm just telling you. And then it goes on to exercise 
exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over each district not exceeding the 10 miles square as may by concession of particular states and the acceptance of congress becomes the seat of the government of the united states and to exercise like authority over all places purchased by the consent of the legislature of the state in which the same shall be for erection of forts magazines arsenals dockyards and other needful buildings and to make all laws such as necessary for the proper carrying and execution of foreign powers and other powers vested by the constitution of the government of the united states and the department thereof there is probably another 15 more that are in there and we, like i said we could go on for quite a ways on this but what i'm trying to say is these these court cases maybe what the states needed. I mean, we've been talking about, you know, federal overreach. We've been talking about congressional overreach. Uh, how do you want to say? Uh, misabuse of power, uh, corruption because of the power. And like I said, if you want to know more, all this information is on the 10th Amendment Center. Dot com. 10th is being spelled out. It's not the number 10. It is T-E-N-T-H and then Amendment center.com you type it in there and it it will bring you up to it and like i said i highly suggest that you go to this site because it will be very very helpful in the futures coming we're hoping for to hear on the laws that are going to be what's the word i'm going to say uh interpreted so with that uh i'm going to turn it over to tammy and she's going to talk about something that that kelly brought up and it was one of our listeners it was particular about uh tesla stocks okay anyhow fact checking and all that good crap anyway i always try to make sure that i go to the democratic fact checkers web pages to put bullet holes in their fact checking because i like to do it um apnews.com put out a publication apparently the word on the street is that uh mr pelosi decided to buy stocks in tesla the day after or the day before um biden signed an executive order to uh, make all federal vehicles electric so the fact checkers said this that actually um pelosi's husband only bought one million dollars of shares in tesla instead of 1.25 million well okay and that he got it in December and not the day before Biden signed his executive order. Okay, we're not dumb and we're not stupid, okay? So think about this. Biden was elected in November, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pelosi's husband bought $1 million in shares in Tesla in December. And then Biden signs an executive order in January, a few days after he became president, saying all federal vehicles would be electric. Um, I'm sorry. Although executive orders are supposed to be confidential, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out, even though he bought the shares in December, he knew well aware in November if Biden won what Biden's executive orders were going to be. Let's not be dumb. Let's not treat us like we're so, dumb. 
So are you saying that they were informed beforehand? Oh, hell yeah. Biden got elected in November. Pelosi's husband bought in December. He signed an executive order shortly after becoming president in January. It doesn't take rocket science. They thought they were just trying to space it out so it didn't show as obvious. Uh, yeah, it shows as obvious. So um, I went digging into Tesla stocks um, and all that good stuff, because, you know, stupid, stupids, they're stupid, uh, there's no other words for them, but stupid, so I went digging into top people who own shares in Tesla, um, and one of the companies is Capital World Investors, and when you get down to the nitty-gritty, that's Capital Group Companies, Inc., so I looked at all the chairmen on this board of the Capital Group Companies, Inc., Two of them are dead. Died a few years ago, actually. One of them is retired. The other one is Chairman Timothy Armour. And then the vice chairman is John Emerson. Now, John Emerson is quite interesting. Okay, if you don't buy the November election, bought in December, and January signed an executive order, this should tell you something. John Emerson. John Emerson is vice chairman of Capital Group Companies, Inc., which does marketing. They buy and sell stocks to make moolah. They build portfolios, right? Anyhow, they're one of the biggest stockholders for Tesla. And how does John Emerson, who is vice chairman, have to do with anything with the Tesla and the stocks for Pelosi? Well, get this. John Emerson was the ambassador to Germany from the years of 2013 to 2017. He was in with Obama and Clinton, buddies of Biden and Kamala Harris and Pelosi. Hello. So he would have known well in advance to keep his millions upon millions of shares in Tesla because he was going to make buku money because Biden was going to be elected. Huh. John Emerson continues to have close ties with all the Democratic Party that's in the White House now. You know, with these fact checkers, I got to talk about the fact checkers. They're driving me crazy. Anyhow, so these fact checkers, by the way, all the companies that I looked at that are fact checkers the snoop the politico all you people they're all journalists every single one of them that are employed are journalists right we're talking fake news but we hire journalists to fact check (laughs) anyhow oh we didn't hire them they hired themselves anyhow so i'm looking up information about how they fact check okay one is bias. Well, I'm not producing any bias because I literally took it off the AP News, which fact-checked the information saying that, yeah, Pelosi's husband did have inside information. It doesn't take rocket science. So anyhow, it says to fact-check, you need to read beyond the headline before you share. So if it's a shocking headline, it's fake news. They're also saying now that critical thinking is not to be used when you're doing fact-checking. In fact, you shouldn't even think about it. You should just read it and believe it. No, critical thinking is what I do all the time. No, critical thinking is now to be outlawed, and you shall not do it according to the fact check. I'm sorry, I'm critical thinking all the time. Anyhow, if it's a shocker and provocative headline, you should ignore it because it's probably fake news. 
That's how people used to sell newspapers. It was the facts. They just made a shocking headline so it caught people's attention. Anybody who writes anything, including Stephen King and his novels, always puts shocking, provocative information. They even tell you that in a thesis statement. You have to catch the audience's attention, even with fact information. Okay, so that's out of the board. Find the website About Us. Okay, so you're supposed to go to uh, the About Us website and look there and see who these people are, if they're credible or not. Well, let me tell you something. Most of the time, these journalists are thinking, because I was taught this as well, if these people don't have at least 25 letters behind their name, they're not credible. Well, that's bullcrap. Because there are a lot of billionaires and millionaires out there that don't have even a uh, college education. So, fact-checking blown again. Visit the website where the article is from. Fake news sites may use URLs of legitimate news sources such as CBS, NBC, with an extra couple letters behind it. I'm sorry. If you're an educated person, you're going to know if it's fake or not. You choose to believe what you choose to believe. Check your bias before you share. I've always been preached to this when I did research is, you know, don't interject bias. So this is what I'm doing with the AP News. I'm not interjecting bias. But what did your teachers Biden was, Biden was elected in November. Pelosi's hubby bought in December. Biden signed an executive order in January. But this it, is not bias. This is fact. Go it, to apnews.com and find out because your fact checkers made sure to make it fact. What about your teachers? Weren't they uh, unbiased? No, we're not supposed to be biased. How to recognize a fake news story. Here's your top nine reasons. Ready? Read past the headline. The headline's supposed to capture your attention. Every writer knows this. Two, check what news outlets published it. So basically, if the journalist from the checking places don't like your news outlet it's fake news preach it sister that is bias whoopsie check the published date and time how can it be fake if the published date and time is current i don't get it who's the author again if you don't have 25 letters behind your name it is bias and it's fake news or oh or you're not a journalist okay Look at what links and resources are used. People use lots of resources. And some of the people that I have read that they say are fake news have actually legitimately um, got sources that I can actually look up and their factual information and they're researched. So, journalists. Look out for questionable quotes and photos. Oh, you mean like the quotes, the quote in the story that New York Times retracted? Yeah. And, like, uh, stuff that CNN did. Yeah. Like, like remember when I was in Iraq? And yeah. And six- questionable photos like, you know, the riots and the pictures and stuff, you know. Uh, hello, has anybody heard of Photoshop? You can change whatever photo you want any way you want. I mean, I could be sitting in Baghdad and literally be sitting in my living room. All my husband has to do is Photoshop the background. Duh. Photoshop? What is Photoshop. It? Beware conf- confirmation bias. Okay. So find out the information like I do. 
go to their websites and then put holes in it. Because that's not bias. You guys wrote it. You guys said it was fact. Search if other news outlets are reporting it. So basically, if no one else is saying that it's so, it's not so. So Okay, we already know that most of the news outlets are already in the back pocket of the Democrats. Look at the view. Oh, you know, I'm going to get so sued for the view, but those women, they need to go home and start all over again. Anyhow, think before you share. Think before you share. If you believe it's so and you want to share it, you have all rights to do so. It's called freedom of speech. If somebody doesn't like it, they simply don't have to listen. Lady, you're coming with me to the re-education camp. Come on. Uh, Come on. You're coming. Let's go. Anybody can say anything. You can come peacefully or we can can do uh, There's other ways we can handle this. They can stick it where the sun don't shine because you know what? There's a lot of stuff out there that I don't like, but you know what I do? I turn the channel. If I don't like it. I turn it off. If I don't like it on social media, I turn it off and don't include them on my social media. Um, Freedom of speech is freedom of speech. You don't like me, you have all rights to say you don't like me. I don't really care. There are other people that do. I might not like you. Get over it. Anyhow, so that's your fake news fact checking, which put bullets holes in fact checking. Because, I'm sorry, basically the fact checking nine list says if we don't like you, you're not factual. If we don't like you, then you're not relevant. Mm, that's right. Anyhow, so Kelly, I think there was insider trading. It's just they tried to stretch it out so that no one would really pay attention, but I'm not dumb. You can't go November, December, and January and not have a questionable thing. By the way, I keep an eye out on Capital Group companies. They own 67 companies. John Emerson is thick into the Democratic Party and thick into our buddies that are making people crazy. And uh, Capital Group companies also have extensive shares in, you ready? Facebook, Microsoft, Airbnb. They also have their fingers into a lot of energy and electric power companies. Hmm. Okay, Texas. They're they're, they're, um, playing on your disparity right now. Texas has got a whole other thing going. So these people are worth billions and billions of dollars. This is old money. Are we going to beat them? Not with that kind of money that they have. We need bigger guns. But, you know, we're not stupid enough to buy a day before. But, but shortly after Biden elected, don't tell me Biden was the only one who knew he would do an executive order for federal electric cars. Don't tell me he was the only one that knew it. Because the man don't even remember how to tie his shoes. I'm done. I've said enough. Chris, thank you for the topic on uh, and the information for... Uh, the Pittsburgh Gazette and talking about the 10th Amendment. And Kelly, thank you for the information and the topic about insider trading with uh, Nancy Pelosi and her husband. And AP News, uh, I appreciate your fact-checking so that it sticks right out there how they knew he was going to sign an executive order, so they bought a million dollars worth of shares. So, with that being said, my name's Tom. I'm Tammy. We'll talk at you all again later. Live from the rabbit hole. If you got any questions, feel free to you know get contact us on the website. And if you want, feel free to share this information to other people, other like-minded people that are out there. We'll talk at you all later.